0: Wedding videography. Oh my gosh, guys, I am so excited about this episode, whether or not you are choosing to have a wedding videographer or not. If you are definitely having one, listen to this episode. If you're not going to have one, listen to this episode. If you're on the fence, not sure if you're gonna have one, listen to this episode because we go into all of the things to consider whether you should have a videographer or not, what questions you should be asking a potential wedding videographer, and then all of the things in between that you're not even thinking about that are so crucial and important. I challenge you, if you're definitely not having a wedding videographer, to listen to this episode and see if it changes your mind. If it doesn't, fine, but I want you to listen to this episode because it's so important and I feel very strongly that you should listen. So before I keep rambling, I'm going to go ahead and play this episode because it's so important. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hey guys, it's Desiree. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to first give a shout out to our sponsors. The first sponsor is our own wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. Regardless of where you are in your wedding planning journey, this shop has tons of resources I created specifically for you, dear listener, based on a lot of the tools I use with my own clients. My most popular item these days is the Ultimate Wedding Planning Checklist for my couples, no surprise there, and the styled shoot timeline and shot list for my wedding pros that are listening as well. Your friends and vendors seriously won't believe how organized you are with all these items in your arsenal. So make sure you visit the shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. The second sponsor of our podcast is Love Stream. I've used Love Stream with my weddings and my couples are so happy. Not to mention they have excellent customer service, which is huge. Even though we all thought we'd be getting back to quote unquote, normal weddings, I still have couples that have guests that aren't able to attend their wedding because they're international or someone became ill and couldn't travel. Luckily, LoveStream is a one way, high def, high quality way to stream your wedding and help your guests feel like they're part of the audience at your wedding, even though they're just sitting on their own couch at home. All they do is click your personal URL and they're able to watch without logging in Downloading an app, or messing with any of their microphone or camera settings. Easy peasy. And for any of you planning a destination wedding, they also offer all inclusive live streaming destination wedding packages. I really like LoveStream because the platform is so easy to use for any size wedding. And what I love best about the company is their, again, excellent customer service, which has really helped my butt during some very stressful times. They also have a live chat feature, which lets you ask questions before and after you book with them to get 10% off any love stream package, visit verveventco.com backslash love stream and enter the code ask 10 for 10% off. Again, that's verveventco.com backslash love stream and use our code ask 10 for 10% off any love stream virtual wedding package. And now on to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of Ask the Planner. Today, we're talking with a very special guest about everything you wanted to know about wedding videography, but didn't know to ask. And I am so excited about this, guys, because if any of you follow me on my wedding planning account, Verve Event Co., you know I always have wedding videographers at my weddings. I'm going to get into why in just a moment, but first, I'm going to introduce today's guest, so Cindy Coy is co-owner of Harbor View Studios with her husband Sean. Together they film the engaging true life stories of couples getting married on Cape Cod, so their couples can remember them for a lifetime and pass them down from generation to generation. And as a side note, Cindy and I first met because we have the same business mentor. Shout out to Candace Coppola. And we have a lot of the same opinions on the client experience, what we love about our work and weddings. And I'm so excited for today's topic because it is such an important decision for couples um, and we're going to get into why all of all the things that go into it but so without further ado please help me welcome Cindy to the show thank you so much for joining me today Cindy I can't wait to talk to you
1: thanks Desiree I'm so excited to be on the show and I cannot wait to share everything I know with everybody who's listening
0: me too. Okay, so I like to start every episode by getting to know our guest a little bit before we dive into our interview topic. I did read your bio at the top of the episode, but I would love for you to tell our listeners in your own words just a little bit more about you, how you got started in the industry, and what brought you to where you are today.
1: I would be happy to. So we didn't always start off in Cape Cod. Originally, uh, we are from New Jersey and uh, mm-hmm. right around the New York metro area. And much like our clients, we vacationed to Cape Cod year after year after year. And Sean and his family, they vacationed there for decades before he even Mm -hmm. met me. And he just kind Mm -hmm. of introduced me into it. And uh, I fell in love with it just as much as he did. At any rate, at one point, several years back, Sean and I decided to make Cape Cod our permanent home. And in doing so, we moved away from our jobs. I worked remotely as a presentation design consultant at the time. And Sean had worked as a freelance videographer for several studios in New Jersey before we moved. So he had experience in filming weddings. So when we moved here and we started Harbour View Studios, one of the things we wanted to address was that wedding films were really cheesy and boring. And <laughs> Sean had always been influenced in Hollywood, by Hollywood and he, mm-hmm. knew he wanted to bring more of that kind of big feeling and romance to smaller screens of our couples. So 15 years ago, uh, when we mm-hmm. first started, Harbour View was one of the first studios that brought that cinematic direction to Cape mm-hmm. Town.
0: I love it. I love it so much. I mean, because, you know, a lot of the couples that I work with are planning weddings in a destination because it has sentimental value to them. So I love that you guys, one, that you just went and moved to your like dream location and then that you work there. I mean, and then the, obviously, like, the, I agree with you, like having that sentimental aspect of the wedding is really, really special. So being able to enjoy that in a place that you love is just awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that we share with our couples. And I think that's one of the things Mm -hmm. that really bonds us together is we know exactly we know everything they're feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, from knowing what they feel like having had history with here, you know, being here, Mm -hmm. you know, all the memories they shared as a kid and Mm -hmm. memories of their grandparents and their parents and all the, you know, fun times that they were going out for ice cream and getting all the fried foods and, and the sad feelings they had to have when they came home. (laughs) A lot of our, a lot of our our couples are from the New York metro Mm -hmm. area. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. we know everything and, Mm -hmm. you know, how hectic life is and how much you really just want to bring a piece of Cape Cod back. So Mm -hmm. we make sure that we give a piece of Cape Cod to them for when they go home. They can always have a piece that comes back with them forever.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Well, we could talk about that forever, but let us, let's get to today's topic, which is something I feel really strongly about. And I'm sad that to say that it does get overlooked in the wedding world, which is wedding films. I'm excited to have this conversation with you and to share it with our listeners because I really want couples to thoughtfully consider hiring a wedding videographer for their day. I know everyone thinks they have to have a photographer, which I don't disagree with. That is also very important. But I just really feel that as everything moves to video on social media platforms and in just how we do life, you know, like when we have phone calls, we do FaceTime, it just shows how engaging a video can be and how prevalent it is in our society and just how we're used to it. And, you know, while I love wedding photos, I love my photographer's, they don't make me cry like a wedding film will. And I'm I'm a crier, so maybe that is you know one but I would also cry for photos too. But when I see a wedding film from one of my couples you know, we just got it from the, the videographer and then I sent it to them and I watch it, I will literally start tearing up and I get like, I get the feels like I'm just the planner, but if they're like my couple that I've been working with for so long. And I feel so excited for them to see their film and to relive the day. I even cry when we get a film back from a wedding editorial, just, <laughs> which is a fake, <laughs> but just because it doesn't, you know, Even though there's like no emotional ties in an editorial, it's a made up story. But I still cry because I think, you know, when the filmmaker puts the music and the emotion together and it's all moving for, you know, in front of you live and you get to hear people's voices. It's just a different experience from photos. So I digress. But I really feel like if you guys are listening Definitely consider having videography for your wedding. And then we're going to get into all of the questions that you're going to have. So if you are considering having a videographer or you're on the fence, definitely listen to today's episode because I think it's going to give you a lot of information. Anything you want to add to that, Cindy?
1: Well, I love the point that you make about the story aspect. One of the ways we kind of look at it is kind of like comparing a movie to being in an art gallery. Mm-hmm. There, Two completely different, you can't, it's almost like you can't compare apples to oranges. Being in an art gallery is stunning and mm-hmm. it can be very moving. But, you know, you're not going to get the same experiences if you go to a movie. If you're going mm-hmm. to go see a rom-com, you know, you're just so much more invested.
0: Right. But also
1: in saying that, everybody's got different pr- priorities. Everybody mm-hmm. looks at art differently.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: some people can look at film as being a much higher version of art than a painting and Mm -hmm. so it really it's gonna depend on a couple and you know and in saying that there's a videographer out there for every couple and Mm -hmm. that's why it's really important on how you choose your videographer and it's it's so much more detailed experience and that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be on here talking with you because it's also one of the things that is talked about the least and people Know, the least about and when we're contacted I'm so happy that they tell me this it's one of the first things that they'll say is I have no idea what <laughs> I'm talking about or what I'm looking for or what I should be looking for or how much I should be budgeting mm-hmm. for it and it's and why would you because right. how many times do you get a videographer
0: in your life right right exactly for sure yeah one little thing like and then we're going to go on you know I didn't think about this when I was getting married we now that we have a video of our wedding my children love watching it and they're still young and I know another couple like they're our cousins and they've been married like 30 years but every anniversary they make their sons watch their wedding video which I think is amazing <laughs> but also like my children love watching it because they're like that's mommy and daddy when they were young and in love and you know it's different and they get to see like their great-grandparents like different people that might not be around which is just also like different experiencing those people as if, if they were looking at them in a photo. But anyways, oh. yeah.
1: Well, you're different but- types of people back then. You didn't have mm-hmm. kids. Most of right. people who get their wedding video don't have children yet, and you're not – mom and dad who are yelling at them because they have Legos on the floor and you just got <laughs> stepped on one, you know, you are mom and dad carefree, just starting mm-hmm. your story and you're completely different people. And it gives them a chance to see you mm-hmm. guys as people. And that's a really, really nice opportunity that you're yeah. giving. your.
0: I love that. This is so true. Okay. Awesome. But back to our, right. Our interview. Back yes. on track. <laughs> so when should couples start thinking about booking their videographer for their wedding? That is an excellent
1: question. I don't want to say it depends. There's a little bit it depends on. It, it depends on your priority if wedding mm-hmm. videography is important to you. Mm-hmm. And I really hope it is, especially right now because we're in a boom. You got to start booking them right now. For people in 2022, right now, you got to go out and, and book them. Put a ring on that guy and that girl <laughs> right away because like our calendar for 2022 is, is going to close soon. We mm-hmm. have never booked faster. Mm-hmm. So we recommend about 18 months in advance. Mm-hmm. Typically, somebody would say tw- 12 months in advance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We get a lot of last minute requests for a mm-hmm. lot of different reasons. Sometimes it's got to do with somebody's waiting for a tax return, or maybe they just finally convinced their parents or whoever's in charge of the budget that it's important, or or they just found money or something didn't cost mm-hmm. as much. And the part that's tricky in waiting, mm-hmm. especially if video is important to you, is that you're limiting your options on who's going to be available. if you are really particular on the type of how it looks or the type of person you're working with, they're probably going to be booked three mm-hmm. months away from your wedding. And you're going to yeah. either be working with somebody who is a lot less experienced, or you're going to be working with somebody who is charging a lot more than you were hoping to spend because mm-hmm. uh, they don't have to book as many right.
0: weddings in a year. Right. It's true. Yeah. There's lots of big vendors that I always want to Encourage my couples to book early on also because there's just a limited supply. And then, now that you have, you know, there's a limited number of people that I would want my couples to work with because I want them to deliver the right experience, the right kind of product, all that kind of stuff. And then, obviously, yes, like with 2021 going into 2022, 2020 going into 2021 and 2022, and then people going into 2023, it's surprising. For couples, not to people in the industry, but how quickly people are getting booked. And it's just, you know, I hate for them to be surprised or disappointed or not being able to get the people that they want because they waited because they didn't know. Right. A a good
1: way to, I mean, a a weird but good way to think about it is our inventory is not necessarily wedding films but our inventory is time and we have mm-hmm. a very very limited amount of inventory and we our inventory does right. not get replenished in a certain year once it's gone it's gone
0: right right it's true it's very true Awesome. Okay. So now that we know when we should be reaching out, let's talk a little bit more about like, I think the verbiage that people refer to with filmmakers and cinematographers. I don't know if there's a difference, but I, you know, I see a lot of people call themselves filmmakers, cinematographers, videographers, you know, to you, is there really a difference between the terms and, you know, going into that, does that affect pricing or anything? Do you think? I think that is a really, really good question.
1: And Yes and no. They are interchangeable terms because there's no industry standard or gold mm-hmm. seal or some sort of school that you're going to that awards you a particular mm-hmm. title. Typically, filmmaker and cinematographer are used most often to indicate somebody with more experience at a higher investment point. Mm-hmm. Videographer is the most common term. It mm-hmm. is the term that's searched for most on the internet, which is why mm-hmm. we stay with it, right. even though we are a higher yeah. priced company. hmm Literally, nobody searches for luxury <laughs> Cape Cod cinematic, uh, cinematographer ever. I have done the research. <laughs> so it's just a fancier way of saying mm-hmm. wedding videographer. It's just, just like wedding film is a fancier way of saying mm-hmm. wedding video. Right. But, you know, and it, it's going to just depend on how they want to present themselves. And just because they say they're a cinematographer doesn't necessarily mean that they've got cred- mm-hmm. credentials behind it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you still have to do your research. It's, you can't just base it on titles.
0: Right. Exactly. Glad to know that because I always I always, like I feel sometimes I feel bad if I refer to one versus the other. And I don't know if I'm insulting them because they prefer to be, you know, sure. called one but that makes-, makes sense for sure. <laughs> OK, so getting to, you know, talking about budget, what do you recommend couples consider and have when they're putting together that budget, how much they should be expecting that a videographer
1: costs? It's going to depend on a lot of factors. And also,
0: I mean, it's going
1: to depend on the couple's overall budget. It's going to depend mm-hmm. on how they value a wedding film. If you're valuing a wedding film as much as your photographer,
2: mm-hmm. in,
1: expect to invest as much as mm-hmm. you would a photographer. Wedding, videography, is very expensive to produce. And to expect it to be less is unrealistic. Mm -hmm. So one of the universal truths we always tell somebody is don't use the knot as a guideline for your
0: budget for anybody. Oh my God. I so so agree. It's so annoying.
1: Well, what they do is they use a national average and Mm -hmm. they're they're basing it on people who fill out a survey. And then, Mm -hmm. so it's based on who fills out the survey Mm -hmm. and what that person paid right. for it. So if that person was gifted a service and they paid nothing for it, that gets factored right. in. and it usually breaks the averages down. Mm-hmm. So then when somebody is going to the knot and then they're coming out into the real world asking for people's mm-hmm. pricing, they'll be really shocked. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of disappointment if they use the knot because they're going to be like, oh, but I love them, but I didn't budget for that. Right. <laughs> so don't use the knot or use the knot and then add 20 to 30%.
0: Right. No, I think it's so true. And the knot, because they have, this is like a soapbox I've gone on, but the knot has like, you know, a a sample budget. They don't even include a planner in there. And a planner is going to be able to help you budget a lot of this stuff and maybe be able to correct a lot of those inconsistencies or myths about how much stuff really costs. Because again, this is something that I say all the time, nobody dreams of planning an average wedding. And what the knot is giving you are averages of everybody, but the stuff that you're seeing on Pinterest or Instagram, people are not posting their average work. It's like their best work because they want to attract the best people. So, you know, that is to think very, about. very
1: true. That is extremely true. <laughs> uh, and something that people should keep in mind is when you are devaluing something and you are assigning a lower investment, you're going to have a trade off for that. So don't mm-hmm. expect to invest. Don't plan on investing less to be getting a mm-hmm. higher end experience. You're going to be trading off either, you know, lower skills, a great experience or both. Right. So that's where you're going to be sacrificing. So it's not as important to you. It's probably not going to be weighed as heavily in your budget. Mm-hmm. But so if we were going to be talking about the Cape Cod market, which we're from, mm-hmm. average starting point is going to be around $5,000
0: good to know yeah mine here in upstate new york we're in like the three to four to five thousand so we're a little bit less there are filmmakers that charge more and they're great but i think it's again it goes back to their priorities if if a couple isn't noticing a difference between the five thousand versus the eleven thousand which maybe it's in the experience that they're going to get to like as far as like how they're being treated by the filmmaker how much time they have with this person, how much attention they get from that person, or if it's really more of a shorter experience where like they say hi in the beginning and then you don't see them or talk to them much till the end also. Right.
1: Well, mm-hmm. this is something that uh, you and I have talked about before, mm-hmm. which I I like to compare it to coffee. You know, there's a range of different coffees out there and a range of different experiences. You can get your 99 cent cup of coffee at your gas station, or you can get, you know, a $7 cup of, you know, beautifully, taken forever cold brew coffee at your local boutique coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And they're going to come with completely different experiences. And some people Mm -hmm. are going to go $7 for coffee. (laughs) And while that's true, it's entirely different. So Mm -hmm. while, you know, so if you have the same experience, it might go like this. So, you know, you're going on your way to work and you're late. So you can't get your normal cup of amazing Mm -hmm. cold brew. So you stop at, I'm trying to think of the the upstate New York gas stations last time oh, like, they were stopping there. I don't know. Things.
0: Sheets or, you know, mobile or whatever. Yeah. Right.
1: So say you stop there and then – or. 7-Eleven or something like yeah, that. And yeah, You go there and it's 99 cents and you get a great big cup and you just pour yourself some and it's burnt because it's been there forever. <laughs> and so you just, you're like, oh, this is disgusting, but I just need to wake up because I'm so tired and I have to get to this big meeting. And you'll just add more sugar to it and maybe some more cream and then you go to pay for it, and there's kind of like this major creeper there, and it's he's making you feel <laughs> odd. Like, nothing bad happens, but it's just like, Ugh. The store I doesn't even like, smell that good. It doesn't even smell that good, and it's just, and you get in your car, and you're drinking your coffee, you're sitting in traffic, and it's starting to turn your stomach, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like the acidity's just sitting in there, and everything's churning. You're just like, Ugh. And you're just starting your day off badly. You're not really thinking about it, but you're just like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like the creeper's kind of like just in the back of your mind, and it's just... <laughs> all day long and you're just off and maybe your presentation doesn't go as right as you Mm. wanted it to because you, you know, it just, you just started out your day just not so great. And so then the next day you go to your boutique coffee company and you get your cup, the coffee that your cold brew, you know, your typical or your usual barista, they know you by name. They already Mm. have it ready for you. They don't Mm. even have to ask you what you want. The coffee is delicious and it's smooth. It has no acidity. You don't even have to add sugar because cold brew is amazing that way. And, you know, they tell you to have a great day and you feel like they really, really mm-hmm. mean it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing creepy about the experience you get in your car you drive off and you have an amazing day and you're not even really thinking about why, you right. know, it doesn't really occur to you like, oh, hey, right. I had a great day because it started off right. It started right. with an amazing experience and wedding videography and, and pretty much any vendor kind of mm-hmm. same thing. There's a product and an experience aspect to it. And usually the the higher price points are going to give you a better experience. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that you should be looking for because it's also going to be, you're going to have that imprint on that day, on your mm-hmm. wedding day. You know, every time you put that wedding film in, well, you don't put it in. It's a digital thing. Right. You click on it. Every time you right. click to watch it, this shows you how old I am. I'm thinking about it. I still put ours <laughs> in. you like, I
0: still put ours in. <laughs> ours
1: is on a DVD. So, you know, anytime you press play to watch mm-hmm. your film, you're like, wow, this was really beautiful. It would have been perfect day, except, wow, yeah. we had that videographer who was just late. Mm. And they decided they had to stop for a sandwich beforehand, which, by the way, is a real story from Cape Cod 2019. They were late coming oh. over the bridge. They Then they were hungry, so they stopped. for, And they missed oh the fr- well you know, it's just like a whole bunch of different things. And yeah you know it's just something that happens because it, your wedding wasn't as important to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was right. just a thing they had to do because they were just a freelancer hired by a large company. They just had to go right. and you know right. Pull the camera. Right. So those are the types of things that you
0: don't think about until after they've happened.
1: And that that's true. Thanks because your wedding's not going to happen again.
0: Yeah. No, and then you I feel like the team that you're hiring if things go wrong One, it sets a tone for your experience. Two, if, you know, and there are fires that happen and we have to put them out, but having professionals that can deal with bad lighting or people that are late or unruly guests or wedding party that is, you know, a little bit wilder, you know, you need people that can handle these, you know, situations or even the unexpected situations that have that level of professionalism that are dedicated to you and your day and your wedding that people that might be charging less would not be so. Right,
1: right. Good point. And it might be, it might not be because it's not mm-hmm. important. It might just be because they're right. starting out and they
0: don't know mm-hmm. either. Right. Because everybody that's true starts too. somewhere. Exactly, exactly. I agree with that. I feel like everyone has to start somewhere, and that's why people charge different amounts. But it's also like, do you want to be the test subject? And some people are fine yeah. with it because if it's some not a priority, there, yeah. it's fine. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want you to. Throw so money away at something that's not a priority for you. But if it is a priority for you, obviously something to think about.
1: Well, one of those things that to think about is, you know, you might want like the world's best photographer. And so maybe you have mm-hmm. budgeted $25,000 for them or 50 or whatever. And then at the last minute, maybe you decided that you needed a videographer and just any old person will do. So you went on Craigslist and you just grabbed somebody for $700. That $700 videographer is going to impact how that $25,000 mm-hmm.
0: photographer,
1: he has no mm-hmm. idea what he's doing
0: right right so that is something
1: else to consider and he (laughs) can really mess up that really that really big investment so it's also important to make sure that you hire somebody who has an equal amount of experience
0: Mm -hmm. that matches the level of
1: yeah experience entirely professionalism many photographers photographers
0: tell us how awful
1: of experiences that you had because they've been working with inexperienced phot- uh,
0: videographers. Oh, that's a really good point. I like that point, too. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to go back to it, talking about the different kinds of studios that exist and the couples might find, you know, there are larger companies, there are boutique studios. Can you talk a little bit more about, you know, what the difference is between these companies and how they operate? Just give our, our listeners some more idea of what they're encountering.
1: Yes. And they're, they're, again, they're good for different types of couples. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So a a large studio is, you know, a company that is going to be good for a couple who, like, you know, your wedding date is probably going to be available with them because they Mm -hmm. will film multiple weddings in multiple Mm -hmm. areas. Mm -hmm. Some of these companies are worldwide, region-wide, statewide. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get... A Malaysian company saying that they're a local company in Cape Cod and they're not, but but they're going to hire a freelancer to do that. Mm -hmm. You can Mm -hmm. see that on the knot, by the
0: way. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah.
1: But in any case, one of the downsides that is, you know, you're going to be sacrificing your personal experience, Mm -hmm. but they're going to be charging less, most likely. Mm -hmm. They could even have beautiful portfolios. But also keep in mind, they're going to put their very best work on there from their Mm -hmm. very best freelancers. And you may not Mm -hmm. end up with their very Mm -hmm. best. You may end up with a warm body who can hold a camera.
2: Right, right. Maybe
1: not even. Steady. but right. um like this year is is happening this year because because we're doing two years of weddings in one and yeah. people are yeah. definitely have camera operators and you see it we see it on the back end how people are absolutely desperate to fill in slots because either like a videographer got sick at the last minute or they just have too many weddings we have one studio around here who had 125 weddings in the second half of the oh my season. gosh and nice. <sighs> You know, they're looking really, really hard for people to work and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, something's going to happen there, mm-hmm. you know, so you're probably not going to get the world's top notch experience with mm-hmm. there. So a boutique experience is going to be good for people who want to support local, like if local is a value of yours and you like are doing it a destination area that you love then supporting like a local. But you also have to do your work on who's really local because you're going to get right. a lot of big city regional areas that are saying, oh, yeah, we're totally local. And they're not. Mm -hmm. But that's something to just ask where they live or, you know, because locals will actually put, I think it's 66 or 75 percent of the money that they earn back into the local economy. So Mm -hmm. that's an economy booster for the local economy. Mm. And also, that it's a much more personalized experience. The owners are probably the ones that are going to be filming your wedding. Like for View Studios, we film and edit every single wedding that we take on. Mm-hmm. Your story is just important to us as it is to you. So mm-hmm. that's going to be the biggest difference. That you have. But we're not going to have as many dates available. We don't shoot as many dates per year.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
1: only shoot one wedding per day. And we're kind of doing it to a point where we only want to shoot one per weekend because yeah. they're It is not easy to film a wedding, so you know it's going to be a a much better experience if you get a a boutique.
0: Yeah, I agree. And you know these larger companies are kind of churning them out, and it's also you know depending on how many weddings people take on, towards the end of the season, like people are just a little bit burnt out, and that I think will affect the quality. Depending on how many people or how many you know weddings or clients companies have is going to affect the quality of your experience. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. You know, come October, some of these companies are just hanging on for dear life. And they're just mm-hmm. like, let's just make sure that all the important moments get caught versus, you know, all the nuanced right. wonderfulness that comes out of a wedding film. So there's just like a, a lot to take care of. There are a lot to take into consideration that you, you just don't know to do. And, and why right. would you? Why would you know? There's no reason right. for you to know that. But I think one of the disturbances of the entire educational wedding industry like the knot and every, like they just don't mm-hmm. cover videography so they unfortunately not a lot of people know to look
0: into things like this right yeah not if you're ever listening to this <laughs> <laughs> we got a
1: lot of we have a lot thank, of
0: opinions for you
1: everybody thank Desiree because she is going into all of the, the details you really need to know <laughs>
0: um I know it just drives me nuts Awesome. Okay. So now let me talk a little bit about all the different studios and how much people tend to cost. Let's talk about, so once couples have an idea that they want to hire a videographer, they need to obviously find these videographers. And one of the first places, oh, the first places they go to is The Knot or <laughs> Google or, you know, uh, you know, Facebook, which yeah. that's a whole other soapbox, but they're going to read reviews of these companies. How do you think couples should interpret these reviews of videographers? etc. when they're reading them?
1: I think that is an excellent question. Reading reviews can be tricky. You know, I've had people tell me that they don't believe these reviews are real because everybody's got five star reviews. And how can how can they possibly be real? Everybody's paying you first of all, you cannot pay to get a good review. It's so hard to even get a false bad review right. right. taken it down. It's it's just impossible. We cannot pay people to do reviews for us. Okay. So with that said, most people give five-star reviews because when was the last time that you went and you reviewed a, an okay mm-hmm. restaurant? You know, you're mm-hmm. either going to give a review if it was exceptional or if it was terrible. Right. So that's why you're not really getting any mediocre mm-hmm. responses in there because people don't have time. Nobody has right. time. They don't care. And yeah, or like for videographers, we may not have as many for uh, for photographers. Number one, we don't take on as many clients, but also people don't get our product until much later than, mm-hmm. And then people forget.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again,
1: because they're busy. Okay. So, with all that said, what I would look for is for things that are important to you because when you see all these five star reviews, a lot of the times they'll start off with, like, oh my God, these were the best videographers. Stop right now. These are the ones you need without explaining why you need them. So Mm -hmm. look for reasons why you need them. So first, figure out what's important to you. So if you are an introvert, something that's Mm going to be important to you is going to be maybe somebody who intuits what an introvert needs. So, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody who, you know, is unobtrusive, somebody who tells you everything that's going to happen before it happens. Maybe organization is or response time is an important Mm -hmm. thing to you. look for clues like that in reviews, because that's Mm going to really give you a much better idea of who you'll be working with other than, oh my God, they were worth every penny. Even though right. that's great. I appreciate right. every great review we get. Or every honest review we get, right. I think I should say. But, you know, it's when those details come out that it's most uh, helpful for other clients
0: or other right. and it's true because i really want to hold on to that because it takes a while for couples to kind of like get over like the the wedding high and then they're like okay now i have to go back and like process everything that happened and then review my vendors and like for you all because it does take so long to edit and put together that wedding film it's you know a, a significantly longer time and you know when couples are st- still moved to leave a review just because you guys were amazing you know it wasn't because right. they're getting paid to do that or, or whatever so right. so yeah I agree for sure and it's also just hard to get people to leave a review period even it though is. they loved you on the wedding day they're like you were amazing I can't wait to leave a review and then like, life happens and I and get then it like, oh, I
1: mean, oh, just something shiny happened. something you know, right. a squirrel ran by any a, a cat video happened oh, do you know how unbelievably taken <laughs> I am by cat videos right. I mean just forget it <laughs> And then I'll want to give somebody a review so bad. And it might be Mm -hmm. months and months later. I've had people give me reviews years later. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And I love that. But it's just also, you know, it's just hard. It's hard to always, you know, get reviews from everybody. It's true.
0: It's true. Awesome. Okay. This is all great. Now I think let's talk a little bit about, you know, they've read their reviews. They want to know like who they want to, they kind of had an idea of who they want to work with. Now they're like, but what do I want? What do I get? There's a lot of packages. There's, you know, there's different terminology. There's different kinds of packages. So can you explain a little bit more about what might be included in wedding videography services? What the terminology might mean? If there are upgrades, et cetera. Right.
1: Yes, I am very well- Uh, Very well formed that everything is just not standardized for video as Mm -hmm. it is for photo. And I don't I think it's because we haven't quite been here as long as photo. Mm -hmm. And we also offer so many different things. And for that, I want to apologize to everybody because I know it's so confusing. So with that said, documentary, let's start with the types, some, mm-hmm. some of the terminology. So documentary edits are going to be like the extent, the, the beginning to end. It's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, nothing, I don't want to say nothing fancy. It's going to be the complete version mm-hmm. of either your day, depending on the videographer or the moment. So a lot of popular packages will have the complete ceremony, and your major reception moments.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Others will have your entire wedding day from whenever they began, whenever that Mm -hmm. was, to whenever they ended. And it may not have every single moment, but it'll have the best moments that they filmed. Because not every filmed moment is an amazing moment to go on a film. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, just like every photo is. I mean, we're filming. Mm -hmm. And also, no, something that's really important that also confuses people is that continuous coverage does not mean continuous filming time. You right. are not going to have eight hours of film to go through. I mean, we will because we have, you know, oh, maybe gosh. four cameras to go through, mm-hmm. but we're not filming every single second that we're there because number one, that's, I mean, you want us to be unobtrusive.
0: That's right. right
1: having eight hours. It's like, you know, having a, a you know, a security camera. I mean, right, that
0: right. Yeah, right. It's true. It's like, like big brother.
1: <laughs> you don't even want that you would never want to watch that. I mean, think about, I mean, yes, the life happens in the small moments, but there are just some moments Mm -hmm. that are nothing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just, you know, sometimes it's just somebody's walking from one end of the room to another, or just people eating. We don't film people eating. It is not fun to watch people eating. Right.
0: Which is why why they don't show on The Bachelor. Right. This is why people, (laughs) it's not interesting. Same with photos. I strongly believe that the, you know, photographer, videographer, they go take a break. People are eating. No one wants photos or shots, film of you putting food in your mouth. It's not attractive.
1: It's super not attractive. And (laughs) what, what, I mean, Andrea and I have been married a long time. One of the things that will get on your nerves more than anything is your family chewing. Right. (laughs) You don't want it on a (laughs) film. You don't don't want it on a We'll even cut that part of the wedding cake. You know, it's like they feed each other and now you don't see them chewing. Right, Yay, right, right, right. exactly. Is
0: <laughs> that is so true.
1: So it's it's utilitarian, utilitarian, you you just don't want to watch it. It's not mm-hmm. a romantic thing. So mm-hmm. just, just know that every moment we're not we're there, we're not filming. But that doesn't mean you're not gonna come out with an incredible film. So a short form film, which can also be a highlight reel, depending mm-hmm. on who you're talking to, mm-hmm. is kind of like the cinematic version mm-hmm. of your day. So that's going to be... Like um, a trailer. Or longer yeah, than the trailer. Well, mm, it's longer than the trailer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it'll be non-sequential which means it'll go from mm-hmm. you know here we've got a shot of getting ready now we've got mm-hmm. a shot of you coming down the aisle now maybe it's you know a shot of you um during your photo session okay now we're going back to you getting ready like it's just jumps around mm-hmm. and that's where the story comes into, t- into play mm-hmm. it's going to have professional audio it's going to have music it's going to have a whole bunch of stuff your trailer is a much shorter version of that so think of your trailer as like you know what the movie studio would put out. It's like a two minute thing to get you excited Mm -hmm. about your film. Mm -hmm. So those are usually delivered sooner. Mm -hmm. The thing that's delivered even sooner than that is going to be a sneak peek, which is Mm -hmm. usually less than 60 seconds. So it can go on Mm -hmm. Instagram, every other Mm -hmm. social thing might have digest music, and it might have your audio, it's going to depend, it's going to depend on your wedding, It's going to depend if you had usually with ours, it depends if you had if you wrote custom vows, that's where your story starts to come in. But if you didn't Mm -hmm. write custom vows, I mean, we got to get this out to you really fast. So it'll probably just Mm -hmm. be just so Mm -hmm. that is that now. So, what comes in the packages really depends on the videographers. There's nothing standardized. So, it might be, it might make more sense to know what you need. A traditional wedding is going to need about eight hours of coverage. If you have an extended cocktail hour, you'll probably need nine to 10, depending on mm-hmm. what else is going on in that day or how long the time is between. You know the ceremony and your cocktail hour because sometimes you might have really big chunks of time. Right. Or if you want them to stay to the end of the reception, or if you want mm-hmm. them to go to the after party, mm-hmm. it's rare to find somebody who does unlimited coverage because that's insanity. That's just yeah. insanity. It's a long. It's
0: a long day.
1: It is a long day, and you will. If a videographer is listening to it, don't offer. No, that's just no. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Anyways, you don't need a videographer there at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. while your hair washed it's not going to make it into right so you know you want probably an hour or 90 minutes before you get into your dress and Mm -hmm. you really need about 30 minutes of dance coverage to make a fun Mm -hmm. uh, unless you have like an exceptional crowd where like everybody's like really crazy dancing and you really really value having like the dancing and those are rare it's usually it's going to peter out to be probably about the same 10 drunk people yes because everybody else, is, everybody else is gonna like wander off, you know. People leave right. early. Some people just want to go and sit because shoes hurt
2: mm-hmm.
1: Your feet. They become unreasonable, you know. And then like the floor is sticky because everyone dropped their drinks. Like, lots of business. everybody's been to weddings. Everybody knows how that ends. true. Or if you just want to see your sloppy friends, and that's a thing too. So like, but you just don't get that as true. It's not. The traditional route to go, and that's fine if you want it, but it, most people don't. Right, um, right. So eight hours is about all you need, and the type of film really depends on you. Oftentimes, we find that you really you're going to want the cinematic because I don't want to say nobody has attention spans. We have attention mm-hmm. spans. We mm-hmm. sit down and we binge watch shows. Right. It's you know, we will <laughs> we will stick up all night. We won't get dressed. I mean, I don't like like nobody right. has attention, spans, but watching two straight hours of a wedding can be hard mm-hmm. so you're going to want those you're going to want that short form mm-hmm. or the highlight version of your wedding and you're going to want those documentary edits because there's only so much you can put into that highlight version yeah. even if it's a longer version of your highlight if your best friend goes on for 15 minutes with the world's best toast we can't put the whole thing into that short yeah. version so and you know and you're not going to watch it all the time anyways so you are going to probably want to watch that maybe once a year maybe uh, you know as life goes on you have children maybe you know you watch mm-hmm. it a- Five years and it just becomes a special occasion and right one of the reasons backtracking a little bit sometimes people say that they don't get wedding videography because they won't watch it as much as they see their their photos or they mm-hmm. like at least they can decorate with their wedding <laughs> photos, which,
0: <laughs> which is actually a new thing now i feel like with you know like nfts and like art and video on I, I feel like i've heard that that could be changing people so.
1: well you know the, the thing is there's there's putting some photos up and then there's mm-hmm. creating a shrine to your wedding which can just be uncomfortable for your guests just keep that in mind and they will talk about you after so right. if you're, you're bringing them in in your entire house is canvases of you and your wedding it gets weird for your guests after a while you know hilarious That's, yeah just that. yeah i only say that because my sister-in-law uh, I should, my ex-sister-in-law did that and we still oh. about it to this day <laughs> anyway Right. I try to point out, it's just like, okay, so after a while, do you see these pictures? Do you really see them like Mm -hmm. there, but you see them Mm -hmm. uh, when they're there every single day? And if you can't grasp that, I'll also say like, would you want to celebrate Christmas every day? Mm -hmm. Or is it special because it's one day? Mm -hmm. Is it special because you don't see it all the time? You don't celebrate it all the time? Or is it special because you'll watch it on your anniversary? Mm -hmm. Or you know, once a month or however, we have people who right. watch so many times, and it's awesome, and it makes. I have, i have a bride from three years ago who still watches her sneak peek. It's been watched hundreds <laughs> that's and hundreds. It's adorable, of times and I love it. And I every time I get a little notification that she's watching right. it, I'm like, oh my Aww. gosh, watching it again. I love it. But and in any case, you know, and that's why those shorter films are so great because mm-hmm. one of the other things I like saying is just like you know, when you had a really bad day at work, yeah, it's just like a little instant you know, go, pick like me a little, up. A little, yes. Pick me up. Pick me up in your pocket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you want to grab your sneak peek and cause you know, or you're, like a, a little story, something that's two minutes long. You can watch mm-hmm. that. You can watch that on the subway or you can, mm-hmm. I am not going to advocate watching it while you are stuck in traffic. But if you are <laughs> somebody who <laughs> watches things while you are stuck in traffic, <laughs> like that's, that's, just, that's just something that can just get you out of a very murdery mood mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. and get you feeling very, very loving. So, you know, those short films are really important, but oftentimes when we have people who are trying to talk us into a, into a a lower price range, we always just try to remind them, we're like, you know what, listen, you're going to have these memories forever. Mm -hmm. These people who are in this, in these films, aren't going to be here forever. And I, and I hate reminding them of that. Sean and I both lost our moms. Mm -hmm. Sean who has been videotaping for his entire life. I mean, we have His family videos span back to like the moment he was able to hold a video camera. Oh my gosh. And it's so sweet. And they mean so much to his family. Mm -hmm. And they have like movie marathons watching those. We didn't, my family didn't have video cameras. Mm -hmm. And if we did, my mom would not have wanted that camera in her face. She would have never to film her. But after she was gone, I Mm -hmm. have 13 messages on my phone reminding me to call her back, which just makes me feel bad that I didn't pick up. (laughs) So it's like, you again, another thing that you just you'll find out later, you'll really wish that you had them. Everybody's at their uh, most everybody is yeah. at their best at a wedding. Right, right, right. <laughs> happiest, they are at their prettiest. They, mm-hmm. you know, every, you those are like the memories you want. Yeah. So we always recommend those films, we always recommend those moments. Whether or not a videographer has them in their packages, is it going to be a personal choice from studio to studio? But those would be, mm-hmm. the things I recommend looking for upgrades might, you know, certain packages might include the drone, certain the drone mm-hmm. might be an upgrade on its own, depending on how affordable they're trying to make a package.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes given that whole like, you know, hey, around tax season time, you might feel like upgrading to a bigger package, or you might feel like putting on some add ons mm-hmm you know, there's lots of different ways packages are are considered. So let's see what other things could be add-ons. Extra time could be add-ons. Certain videographers only have, like their packages will only be a single shooter, Mm -hmm. a single filmmaker on site, and an an upgrade might be a second person. Ours Mm -hmm. have two people because it's Mm -hmm. the best to tell a story. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's something else to look for. Like, uh, usually it's, More affordable studios will have a single camera person on site for the day, but they'll show you videos Mm -hmm. that were with multiple camera people because that will upsell moment, and that's something else you should pay attention to because you know we have a studio out here where their starting point is somewhere around 2,000 for four Mm -hmm. hours, which will get you nothing.
0: That's short. You
1: will have to upgrade hours. Right. And right. They, they get yourself. you in with that. Yeah, they get you in on that. And then you mm-hmm. end up spending six to $7,000 mm-hmm. on then you didn't expect to because you just kept adding on and adding on and adding on. So because you
0: needed to. Because Anyways.
1: you needed to. But it's right. really hard for videography to get their foot in there. So sometimes they have mm-hmm. to artificially set their prices low. So mm-hmm. also try to find somebody who's going to be honest about It's going to be mm-hmm. the best. It's not, it's that not a good experience. Yeah. It's not that they're being dishonest. But I mean... That is just one of the ways. Because right. you don't have to upgrade. But right. If you want your whole wedding filmed, yeah. if you want it with these angles, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, and you kind of need
0: to. Yeah. yeah. What about the rehearsal dinner? Do you feel like it's also a good idea to include that in the services for, for you all to film it as well? Or yeah. welcome party, whatever?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. The reason being that these parties are going to have toasts given in your honor that mm-hmm. aren't going to be said at the wedding. So you won't get a professional version of that. Right. You, you might think that you can get a friend to film it. We never recommend that because mm, usually yeah. what ends up happening is a guest is a guest. A guest mm-hmm. is a guest first. And mm-hmm. if that guest likes to celebrate you, which is code for drink a lot. <laughs> and even if they don't, accidents happen. You know, you forget mm-hmm. to hit record. You thought you hit record, but right. then you didn't you know, you can get really angry at that guest. And then, but I mean, it's not their fault. They aren't a professional. They, you know, they did what they thought was right. Or maybe they took a bathroom break or maybe they had to stretch their legs and they missed something.
0: Right. Right. But if
1: you pay, if you pay a professional, we're going to be there. We're going to make sure we get those moments. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but those, that's your day with your VIPs. You are going to have uninterrupted, amazing time with these people. And that is not going to happen at your wedding. You are going to be interrupted the entire day. Right. That day you are not sitting, that day goes by so fast because you're just going from one scheduled event to another and everybody wants your attention. And, but your, your rehearsal dinner is, I don't want to say pure, but it's, it's a little, it's a little easier paced, mm-hmm. but with like the most important people, it's not like your right. business people that they felt obligated to
0: right. invite. And that. People don't know that, you know, who yeah. that person is. So they, you know, exactly. But yeah, somehow they still sure. want to
1: talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And you're like, I don't know these people. I should act like I know them because I'm desperately trying to remember who they are.
0: It's true. Yeah, our, because, you know, we got married 12 years ago, but, you know, at our rehearsals dinner we got married 12 years ago, my father-in-law gave a really sweet toast to us. And he had, you know, like he had a photo blown up of my, because we met when we were 16 and 17. So he had a huge photo blown up of my husband from his license a picture and he, he was like my husband grew like six inches after we met like he was a small guy so he had this like giant photo blown up so that everybody could see it and it was just it was hilarious and it was just like you know it talked about other things that my dad isn't going to necessarily touch on at our wedding you know like when he's yeah. giving his toast so, so it, was, it, was, it was it was I wish we had had someone like that to to record it because it just you know it's it's a different feel and definitely like as you said it's your vips
1: so, yeah. and it also
0: gives you a chance to get to know who the VIPs are, you know, right. get to know them, you know, form a relationship with them, them get, getting used to you, filming them, et cetera, too. So, so exactly. yeah.
1: Exactly. One of the other ways that we say, if you're not quite sure, whether or not you should have a videographer mm-hmm. at any event. If you're having your professional photographer there, you should also have your pro- professional videographer. If it's important enough to have your photographer documented, it's important yeah. enough for you to have your videographer there too.
0: I agree. Yeah, because then you're just going to get annoyed that you have one version versus, and not the other version. Mm-hmm. So I completely exactly. agree too. But if it's your priority, then yeah, for sure, having them both. Awesome. So last question Now that couples, you know, have done their research, they've read the reviews, they've looked at the services, how do they know which videographer or filmmaker is right for them, in your opinion? That is a really,
1: really good question. I want to say it should be obvious. Mm -hmm. One of the ways I like to describe this, or at least tell a story, you know how much I like my analogies. They're so good. I love my analogies. (laughs) Is like, you know. Like you knew when you knew, you knew when mm-hmm. you you met your fiance, like, you know, it's kind of hard to put in words, but you knew that they just were the right ones. That you just got the right feeling. They, you just knew they were going to treat you right. So I like to give the analogy of jeans. So, <laughs> you know, those $200 jeans make your butt look so good and you feel so good with them on mm-hmm. and they don't shrink and they look good for years after, you know, you'll, Desperately try to keep them in good form, even though they've got holes all over the place. But at the same time, you're like, $200 for jeans? I could Mm -hmm. get one pair of jeans, or I could go to Old Navy and get four pairs of jeans. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I have picked the Old Navy jeans and then hated them. Right.
0: They lasted a season.
1: They lasted a season, or Mm -hmm. they lasted a wash and then they Mm -hmm. looked weird they Mm -hmm. got baggy sooner than I thought they would, Mm -hmm. or they just didn't make you feel like when you put those other jeans on, they make you Mm -hmm. feel fantastic. So an example of one of the reviews that we got this year was, you know, these people are going to make you feel like a million bucks, even if you hate the idea of getting filmed like we do. It's just like, that really means something when you are going to get filmed and you're not sure you even want to be filmed Mm -hmm. like that the kind of experience you want to go for you don't want to be like well I like this person but the other person is giving us a drone but mm-hmm. I didn't like them as much you want to go with the people
0: you like yeah I agree yep. now and not only are they going to make you feel like a million dollars they're gonna make you look like a million dollars too like I feel like if you're watching your video back you want to be able to like how you look and like like how they're treating you know how they're portraying you and I think that you know that comes with experience too and like equipment also right so. And you
1: could be, you could get a perfectly fine film, and you could be like, oh, this is perfectly fine. But I can't imagine mm-hmm. what it would be like if we got the videographer we really want it. Mm-hmm. So just try to regret-proof your decision as much as possible. Like it might, the other people might cost right. another, you know, five hundred dollars more. But what is five hundred dollars mm-hmm. in the over the course of forty years that you're going to be watching right. that film, or even over the course of that night when they're making mm-hmm. you feel fantastic? You know, just think about like in retrospect, like what would you pay to? makes you know for someone to make you feel a certain way right instead of being like well I've got, you know well this is what I could save be like what is it what is it gaining me
0: right I mean it's what you're saving versus like also think about like what is it costing you yeah. it's not in a monetary way like what are you giving up by saving this five hundred thousand it, dollars whatever it's a it was. perfect way to put it that is a perfect way to put it Oh, Cindy, this is such a great conversation. Oh my gosh, (laughs) such a good, I love every single minute of this. Is there anything else before we wrap up that you wanted to add or that we haven't covered that you think we should touch on that we talked about a lot? I feel like we talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. And well, don't feel like you have to add something.
1: Think of anything else, then we'll just come back as a guest another time.
0: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I feel like we definitely did. We can definitely do that. So as we wrap up, you know, there's two questions that I ask all my guests before I let them go. So the first question is, because you are an expert in the field and you know so much about, you know, what you do and you've seen a lot, if there's a piece of advice that you would give our listeners or a surprising detail that they're not thinking about or a myth maybe you wanted to debunk about your industry, what would it be?
1: Okay. So one of the things that I think, and it's a little controversial. Oh, I love it already (laughs) is that having a highly decorated vendor does not necessarily make them the best vendor for you Mm -hmm. because there isn't uh, going along with the whole, you know, kind of a gold snare. There's no single Mm -hmm. unit that goes around and awards people with Mm accolades. You know, these are very specific things made up for like the not- doesn't Mm -hmm. actually pick the best of Mm -hmm. it's voted on and just like any other restaurant thing. So, I mean, that's something that you have to consider. It's good. Other Mm -hmm. people certainly think that they are the best of, but it's almost more of a marketing thing versus
2: Mm -hmm.
1: just, it's not a substitute for doing your homework is I think what I want to say doing your homework, even though you're looking at 18 different 13 different vendors, it's and it's such a pain and it takes so long. It's not a substitute for not doing your homework or going on consultation calls. Mm-hmm. Those
0: mm-hmm. consultation calls are so important
1: because that's how you're gonna
0: really be able to tell if you gel with somebody or not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I completely agree. I mean, you know, when I work with couples, I'm a planner, so hopefully I I mean, the goal is always to make that runway a lot shorter and easier and more of an enjoyable experience rather than having to vet 25 different people. However, I still, even though we have our top people that I want them to talk to, I still have them talk to all of them because I want them, one, I want them to get to know who their service providers are. Two, I want them to make sure that they gel, that they have, you know, a good rapport, especially with photo and video. You're going to be there in their space the whole day and really being able to, I mean, the florists, you don't have to necessarily meet them because they're going to be in a different space and they're not going to be, you know, working with you in such an intimate way. But with video, you are going to be with them you're going, their mood is going to affect how you experience the day. The way they carry themselves is going to affect how you experience the day. And making sure that you be able to have a good level of comfort and just that you you know enjoy their company also yes. Yes, is
1: exactly. really really
0: important. So yeah, right. I agree with that.
1: So I would definitely say make sure you do your homework. Make sure you get mm-hmm. on the call. I mean, I am somebody who does not like to get on. I like to talk to our clients, but when mm-hmm. somebody's when I'm trying to buy something and somebody's just like let's get on a call, I'm like. <laughs> no just do it over email right but it's true so important. it's so so important because you can look at prices and just completely dismiss somebody
0: and then just mm-hmm. be like oh wait they were the one right it just or if you're a, just looking at price too I feel like there's so much more than just the price that you're looking at it's you know the experience and the the person
1: sure absolutely because I mean I can't tell you how many times I talk to people who we don't book
2: mm-hmm. either
1: their budget or they just end up or or we're not even available. But I'll talk to them because I know that they don't know anything about videography because nobody mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. but I want them to have a really great experience. And I I'm sure I crossed my boundaries on this one. But <laughs> there was one person I had a consultation call. I ended up going, You sure you want to get married? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Sounds like a very good person.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I will, I will be <laughs> very honest with you. He did not sound like a very good person. And I was like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm like, you don't know me. Do not necessarily go on my, my judgment here. I'm like, but mm-hmm. I'm feeling like he's not very good. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah,
0: good. Mm. Right, right. One of those ones that you think like, mm, I don't know if they're actually going to get married or not.
1: Or they <laughs> Do may they get, get married. Like, Do you know? I have no idea. That
0: I yeah. don't know. But you're but looking out for them. because I was looking there? out for
1: her. She, he did not. He did not <laughs> sound like he was a good person. <laughs> he wasn't on the call, but the way she was describing him was yeah. Not, it, it she was very young as well, and mm-hmm. I was just and he sounds like a fun person, but he does right. not. But are sound you sure? Like, oh, it was one of those like he's not going to change. I'm like he is showing you who he is. oh yeah, going to change. He's not going to change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gonna change.
0: You just because you guys to- are engaged and getting married now, like right? that's, yeah.
1: I was like i get it weddings are so much fun parties are fun i was like Mm -hmm. even even love is fun i'm like but if Mm -hmm. you don't like him you can love Mm -hmm. him but you still have to like him Mm -hmm. i was like know that he is showing exactly who you are and if you do not like who he is you are not going to stay together just don't don't waste your time
0: Mm -hmm. i love that see guys we we're wedding vendors but we really care about you guys too so (laughs) we're looking out for you (laughs) Oh, I love it. All right. So last question before we wrap up, you know, which I ask every one of our guests, I believe that life is too short to waste it on moments without meaning or don't give us joy. So what moments give you the most joy or are the most meaningful to you, Cindy?
1: Anytime that we get to spend with our pets is the time that probably gives us is what gives us the most joy. They are so loving and so silly and so present with us all Mm -hmm. the time. That just any any moment we have, and we have a lot of moments with them because we work from mm-hmm. home. They just are unadulterated pure joy, one hundred percent of the time. So we just love being with them, and, and unconditional a, yeah,
0: love too. I feel like,
1: love. and we have mm-hmm. a lot of them a lot. How many do you have? We have five in total. We have three cats, a dog, and a horse. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and busy. we have to all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the horse. I like to call the horse my my oops baby because I accidentally adopted them. And you can accidentally adopt a horse, it turns out. It's, it's just kinda happened.
0: I love <laughs> and that story.
1: I Had no idea how to take care of a horse, but we made it work.
0: <laughs> so, oh my gosh. And we've I feel had it like,
1: for ten years, yeah.
0: I feel like when you shared that story with us in our group, I was literally crying. <laughs> Because it was just so beautiful. So, it was such a good oh. story. And then I realized I was like, oh, wow, well, this is a really depressing story. <laughs> no, it was really, really sweet. I think it was, we'll get to that in another episode, guys. It was really, really sweet. <laughs> well, Cindy, this was such a treat. Before I let you go, can you let our listeners know where to find you online? Yes. Uh,
1: you can find us most actively on Instagram and stories. My husband puts up really funny stories, usually about our animals. And that is at View Studios, one word, no spaces, no dashes. And you can get us at our website at HarborviewStudios.com.
0: Awesome. Well, this was amazing. I feel like this was so helpful and so informative and very candid for our listeners. I hope that they appreciate this. Everyone, Cindy Coy of Harbor View Studios, thank you so, so much. It was a pleasure being here. Have a good one. Guys, what did you think of the episode? Did we change your mind about having a wedding videographer? Isn't Cindy amazing? I just love her. And she was so honest and candid with all of her questions and answers and tips. I just really appreciated having her come on the show and sharing all that she knows with you and me. And if you're getting married in the Cape Cod or Martha's Vineyard area, definitely make sure you check out Harbor View Studios. Now, if you need any more help knowing what to say when you reach out to a potential wedding vendor or what questions you should be asking them, just like in today's episode, make sure you check out my wedding vendor email templates and interview questions in the Wedding Planning Template Shop. Go to shop.ferveventco.com. Finally, don't forget to let us know in our podcast review what you thought of today's episode and if we need to change anything up. I am all ears That's it for today. I will see you all in episode 40, where I walk you through how to trim your guest list. Sometimes you have to make hard decisions on who to invite and not invite and knowing some guidelines will definitely help get rid of some of that worry and guilt that you might be facing. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you.